Welcome to the Lafkate podcast. Lafkate is a seasoned teacher of the Word of God, an author and pastor of Vision Impact Church, a thriving church in Ghana. And now, today's message. We have been looking at the subject prayer, and we looked at the first point, which is prayer must be sweet. Jesus said, when you pray, say, our Father, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come. It's important to know that the God who we bring worship to is not an ordinary God. He is the king of the kingdoms of heaven and earth. When one has a kingdom, it means that he has substance, he has subjects, and he has security. He has everything that we long for. And that is why in point one, we said prayer must be sweet. When you go before such a great king, it should not be difficult to worship him. Because you worship in the hope that there's nothing that you long for that as you give a token of yourself in worship, he cannot give back to you. In continuing, the second lesson we learn from the prayer pattern Jesus taught from what we like to call the Lord's prayer is that prayer must be sound. Remember, the first one is prayer must be sweet, which is the worship. And the second is prayer must be sound. Jesus said, when you pray, say, our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Your will be done. What is the will of God? A will is a testament. A will is a document which says what a person who has passed on. Before they die, they write their will to say, I want this or that person to inherit such and such. So in this pattern of prayer, what did Jesus mean by your will be done on earth as it is in heaven? What Jesus is saying is that what God's plan, what God's purpose is in heaven concerning each and every one of us on earth Whatever it is that he has documented that we should do that should please him, let that thing be done on earth. This is a very important prayer. That all of us should seek to know what is God's agenda. What is his plan? What is his purpose concerning our lives on earth? And we ask him to give us the grace to do according to that testament, that will, that agenda, that documentation for our lives that we must use. We all must know. So Jesus said, when we pray, our prayer must be sound. It means that we must know what is in the testament, what is the will, what is God's plan, so that when we go to prayer, we must turn on that will to speak to God. For instance, if someone dies and leaves their will for you, 
if you don't have the documented will to say this person says i am the inheritor of their house anyone can come and throw you out of the house if you don't have the documentation to say that for instance a check to the bank to say such and such a person gave me this check that i should cash one million ghana cities from the bank the money could be rightly yours but there is no paperwork to show that you have been given the money and therefore the bank cannot give you the money lately when we go to the banks we all know that sometimes when you are holding the check the bankers make you stand right there and wait until they can cross check with the person who you claim gave you the check even though you are holding the check it must be ascertained that the right person is holding the right check and not a fake check it has been given by the right person the owner of the money that's why jesus said our father we must know the will of our father and as we pray we must speak what is in the will to him we must present what is in the will to our father that is the soundness of prayer. It means that our prayer must be word-based. The word of God is the will of God. It's the testament of God. So our prayer must be sound means that we must have knowledge of the word of God and talk the word of God back to God. The Bible says, concerning my word, remind ye me i believe that this is one of the reasons why throughout the bible when men prayed they always prayed based on the word of god for instance when we go to the book of nehemiah chapter 1 from verse 5 to verse 11 nehemiah was at prayer interceding for the nation israel because the walls were broken down and he just heard a report from his cousin that the walls were broken down and the people were willing. There was no one to take leadership in rebuilding the walls. Nehemiah knew the first thing to do. He knew nobody can help him build that wall than to go to God in prayer. So he went to prayer and he did not just pray. But he prayed based on the word of God. That is what I call sound prayer based on the word of god Nehemiah reminded god that he promised them through moses that if the people the jewish people the hebrews were unfaithful to god and he punishes them by throwing them into exile into all other nations as captives because of their sin then when they came to realization and repented of their sins and turned from their sins and prayed from the nation towards Jerusalem, towards the temple, he, God, will hear. He will forgive their sins. God said this concerning the Jewish people in Leviticus chapter 26 and verse 33, that when they sinned against him and they were hard in their hearts, he will throw them into the nations. And in Deuteronomy chapter 30 and verse 4, he said, when they pray towards Jerusalem and to the temple, repenting from their sins, he will hear them and he will deliver them. Nehemiah had to stand on this scripture to tell God, God, you said, 
If you have nothing to go to God with in prayer, if you have no word of God in your heart, in your mouth, to speak back to God in prayer, you are just like a sounding gong. You are just an empty noise. You are just a chaff being blown by the wind in the presence of God. Especially most of us charismatics. Because we have been blessed and filled with the Holy Spirit with an outward sign of speaking in tongues, we have become so lazy we cannot engage God in meaningful conversation. But prayer must be a meaningful conversation based on knowledge. Like Nehemiah did. Like Daniel did. Daniel did the same thing. Daniel reminded God concerning his word. Prayer ought to be sound, word-based. It is when we pray reminding God of what he has said. He is bound by that alone to answer the prayer we have prayed. So I say prayer is the only language of heaven. Faith is the currency with which we buy. But when you go to buy, the person you are buying from must understand what exactly you want to buy. He must understand, they must understand the transaction you are making. Prayer then is the language which makes the transaction. God understands no other language than prayer that is based on his word. Finally for today, shortly, I want you to know point three, prayer must be simple. Our prayer must be simple. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 6, where Jesus again said the pattern of prayer, the Lord's prayer, we call it, before the verse 9 when he said, when you pray, say, our Father in heaven, he said when he was teaching his disciples, when you pray, do not just be babbling like the pagans do. Prayer is not a difficult thing. In the Methodist hymn, 533, the writer of that hymn said, Prayer is the simplest form of speech that infant lips can try. Prayer should be that simple that when we pray, a little child who is learning to say daddy will not think prayer is so difficult. But he should find it so easy like daddy gave me toffee. That is how simple. So Jesus said, don't just keep repeating words and making it sound so difficult like no one can pray. Most of us go to prayer and we are screaming and we are shouting and we are saying all kinds of things. Sometimes we speak words we do not even understand. I like to close with something that happened weeks ago. Myself and some of the members of my ministry happened to be organizing clothing for outreach. As we were arranging staff in preparation for the outreach, three young boys passed by. And they saw us in the open with a lot of things. And then they were hesitating to go away. So we started to encourage them to just go on. And one of these little child, no matter how we tried to coerce them to go, wouldn't go. He just stood still. Finally, I went to him and I said he should go and that he cannot help us now. But one day when he grows, he could come and help us. The little child said, then give me a shoe. Of course, we did not have shoes for children. I thought they were only adult shoes. And there was no shoe also obvious. So that made the boy's request a bit strange. So I said, oh, we don't have shoes. And he stood there. 
And he repeated his request. Please give me a shoe. Three times the boy asked for a shoe. I said, we don't have shoes for kids. The third time he said, please give me a shoe. So finally, one of the pastors turned around and found a half pair of a kid's shoe. And he picked it. And I turned and I was like, oh, you found a half pair. Okay, do we have a half pair? I mean, miraculously, against all the odds, I mean, a, a, a room full of clothing. Out of nowhere, the pastor found the half pay. And God made that miracle even sweeter. When the shoe was put on the boy's feet, they fitted as if they were designed for him. Simple. That is how simple prayer ought to be. It taught me something about faith. It taught me something about the tenacity of prayer. It taught me something about, about the simplicity of what prayer ought to be. Our prayer must be that simple. It's not difficult. It's not difficult. Our father wants us to come in and say, Daddy, please give me a shoe. Daddy, please heal my sickness. Daddy, please show me the way. Daddy, please direct me. That is how simple prayer ought to be. My friend, as you listen to me and we bring this broadcast to a close, we will be continuing until we have been able to explore all the 10 points. We've looked at prayer must be sweet. Prayer must be sound. And finally, for today, prayer must be simple. Like that little child who insisted, please give me a shoe. Jesus said, our prayer must be simple. It must not be a babbling. It must not sound so strange and so difficult, like it's difficult to go to our Father. It's simple to enter in and tell our Father what we need. And when we say what we need to our Father in a simple heart of faith, a childlike faith, God will honor that prayer. God bless you for listening to this message. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. Until next time, remember, Jesus came that you may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows.